please don't allocate all your capital in one year please don't allocate it to four five companies that you see first and really take a long term view the decade for india the century for india is being evident people are willing to take those risks those chances i always wanted to be in the room when some of these rehan yaar khan put 20 lakhs in ola at a 2 crore valuation you know ptm the first 4% mm. at a like almost a 10 lakh rupees i want to know what led the angel and the founder to that point guys okay, so you have to be prepared to say ye to hona hi hai correct pyar to hona hi tha loss to hona hi tha because if you want to make financial return angel investing probably is not the right place to do it unless you can do between 30 to 100 deals unless you have that amount of capital to deploy over a certain period of time you you're better off just buying the index fund index fund will give you much better returns remember the index goes down in a worst case scenario let's say in the teens in the worst case in 20 years in this you will lose all your money it will go to zero zero yeah. uh arjun toshan welcome to the barbershop season 2 version 1.0 which we go back into the kind of conversation we used to have before uh, but of course toshan we have you for limited amount of time um but wanted to kind of just quickly get your uh, get your feedback on on um, on or your thoughts at the end of a tiring day where we have seen you know multiple companies uh, different industries different businesses and kind of a larger question on angel investing right i think um a lot of people have asked us who these 76 80 people are what is the thesis how you think about angel investing we have a lot of people who have come and said we want to invest in barbershop can we put in 1 lakh rupees 5 lakh rupees 10 lakh rupees some savings are there etc so today i wanted to cover over the next 15 20 minutes you know about angel investing more than anything else but overall reflections from the day to start with so i think it was a very interesting set of founders that we met the passion that they have for the business the kind of problems that they are trying to solve for and obviously because these are very early stage companies there is only so much you can actually know from them you can it's very difficult to it's almost like saying in first standard can i predict whether the child will go to harvard or uh, nit nagpur right you ah, went uh, yeah. yeah should not go there others but uh, <laughs> uh, but that aside so it's very difficult to predict so early but the passion the excitement the understanding of business i think today was almost like saying india is the the decade for india or the century for india is being evident people are willing to take those risks those chances whatever stage of life they are in they find their passion and then they go all in yeah yeah i mean if i were to go a few years back i think what struck me the most today was the audacity of the founders yeah that there's an audaciousness to chase really big target markets and they are not scared if a google is an is the leader in the market or an apple is present in the market or it is a market with a low gross margin and and multiple people competing for it on price uh or it's a very difficult market which is a declining market i, I think sadly so the yeah. first one and i think when the episode comes out people will see uh that it's really sad that you know uh you know women in the workforce what a difficult market that is yeah uh but they are they are chasing the really difficult problems and trying to solve it and i think the belief that they can do it as well uh i think that's very heartwarming to see yeah. uh and and from an investor point of view of course we like people who can think really big but we also want them to execute towards yeah. that vision uh and the group that we formed we also want to help them get there yeah, and i i to to your audacity point right and i think sports analogies are amazing um and we heard harsha bogle say this right <clears throat> which is earlier and this is very reflective of the or where, where the country and our social fabric is right earlier gavaskars and vishwanaths of the world 
would say you know play along the ground mm. don't get out play you don't go for the six go for the four take a couple of singles even when you saw commentary when you were growing up in the 80s and 90s was always about being protecting your wicket and conserving yeah. it right which is how the founders of the 80s and 90s were because there were so many headwinds and that's how you know infosys was probably born but you come towards the sachin and ganguly and sehwag of the world suddenly you say okay you know we are going to be world beaters we will get to the world cup final we will hit shoaib akhtar over third man for six and ganguly started taking on and started hitting sixes right and suddenly you started seeing people then came the virat kohli and rohit sharma of the world which were like now sixes are the norm but today's surya kumar yadav is sixes are not enough i want to hit a six over the wicket keeper to a ball coming at 150 kilometers per hour and that's what founders today are in my view which is setting sixes is not really exciting enough anymore i want to change the way the game is played and to you're right to see someone say hey you know what like uh, i don't care about what google is doing in fact they're going to shut it down tomorrow or day after or this week mm. but we are there there were 73 people now we will disrupt the world from india is spectacular Great. but does it change the way you guys think about it as someone asset class standpoint so i remember i put putting up a post and i got a lot of disagreement on it my view was that angel investors should put in money into companies and exit those companies after one or two rounds at the series b exit because if you are 10 15 20 lakhs has become 60 70 80 lakhs or a crore then now the company don't need that one crore <laughs> in in assets right you take that one crore out and then distribute it back into 10 companies at 10 10 lakhs each because then you can keep churning the same capital and touching a lot more founders which is what as angel investors we typically would value um if you touch more founders uh and that money is used more but i got a lot of feedback no, i think there is a the issue really is why do you do angel investing why does one see if somebody says for to me angel investing is about impact and touching more number of entities then that approach makes sense i'm saying it's a i want to touch more entities i still have you know got reasonable return because 6x uh, in 4 years or 3 years is not a bad uh, outcome by any stretch but that is one approach but somebody who says you know what i really want to maximize the financial return from angel investing it's a very different thing because the angel investor comes in early takes the maximum risk and he gets a 6x return yeah. whereas somebody who comes in at series b and waits if the company succeeds see by series b you have a general sense of where it's headed could get 60x return so that the risk return trade off is slightly different so to me then the complication becomes why are you doing angel investing correct my view is that's fair if maybe 10 years back where the proxy between series b happening and success happening were higher today there are a lot more series b happening where the success may not still be there so angel should churn out at series b because you don't know where it is going to go and then kind of back more so for me it was more of funnel maths but you're right i think but isn't that what angel investing is all about like even when we invest together hmm. it's about hey let's look at hype or let's look at hmm. uh, you know kirti guys doing this and you want to do this and you know it's going to be fun to work with them and it's more about that than it is about hey how much money did you make off that 20 lakh investment it depends why you in the game right i agree with what toshan is saying so for i'll, I'll give you an extreme example right someone may be consider considering that as a career angel investing yeah no 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 they may be considering a career in vc and uh-huh. doesn't know how to get into it and they may maybe saying that hey let me learn and let me warehouse some deals <laughs> and i'll get some success and when i get to series b i'll take all those deals and say that's my capital to start off my fund and now lps will come because i built a track record and there are people who in in the mature markets outside that's how people get started at some point of time so so that could be one pure way of doing it one pure way of doing it could be that 
I have a portfolio and I, I want to put, let's say, 10% towards companies and I want to lay some bets and then I want to sit back for 10 years and wait for a full maturation and I actually only need one or two of them to work and that will give me my full returns and I'm not interested in any of the other stuff that comes along with it. Maybe LP is a better way to do that, you would say. And yeah. maybe maybe it is. The answer is LP may be a better way. But I think people are in it for very, very different reasons. I also have the suspicion from what I can see that there are a number of people who are in it from a status point of view. So brag value is a big deal. And from a status point of view, they're like, if, if this buys me some status, it's okay because it is 0.01% of my wealth into 10 times. And so, so it's 0.1% of my wealth. And that gives me the status which I cannot buy through everything else that I'm doing in life. No, actually, it's yeah. you just take that point. <laughs> Say, I'm a member of this club. Yeah. Okay. Or I have this car. It's like, yeah. oh, I have now I'm, a, I'm an angel investor and mentor and advisor to startups. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's, it's a great way to, yeah. uh, you know, because then you are like, oh, <laughs> whatever. So the, the why Is very will important. determine some of the behaviors of uh, all of why, 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 why do you guys do it? I wanted to ask why you, why, why do you guys angel invest? See, why I started doing it. Well, okay, let me ask. Yeah. Why do you do it? And then how do you allocate capital from a portfolio standpoint? Okay. So, the portfolio capital allocation from my standpoint is, I'm very happy to lose that money fully. Okay. okay. Don't take that to heart, Shantanu. <laughs> uh, I know, I know. No, you I made, you made you some camera and exit. you know, you've said you're going to lose it. It is my <laughs> fundamental duty to make sure that you lose it, Toshan, so you can... Take your objective. That's not the thing. We have a board member here and uh, he has a fiduciary responsibility to everybody else. I must tell you, all the angels were offered exits uh, in three years, like three multiple rounds. Last yeah. round, the round before that. Toshan is one of those extremely believer uh, angels who said, I am not exiting this business. What will I do with the money? Hmm. So I want to stay invested in the business. I, I double the, down. I you double down. down. I don't know, not so he's exit. clearly the case. Which you take. wrote in your post, which you said that he should put it into 10. So I think the question is, why didn't you take out the money yeah. and put it in 10 other people? Okay. I think it's an excellent point. I think, see, that time when you were offering the, the exit and so on, yeah, I, what I don't want to do is just because you have the cash, you are like just uh, this thing. So, hey, need alne ke liye kind of uh, thing. So you don't want to also exit at the, uh, I don't want to exit because I knew this is doing well. And I was not looking at it from a portfolio allocation standpoint. Okay, when anything comes, hmm. actually, do I like the founder? Okay, hmm. to me, the first and do I like the founder and will I learn from the space? So, the recent uh, investment which you had asked me to do in the social media uh, context, huh. um, you know, it was like I know nothing of social media. Okay, hmm. uh, so Twitter, Instagram, these were like you know new uh, concepts for me. Uh, but the only way to understand a space which is exciting is when you have put some money in the uh, thing. Mm. So to me, this is also a way about learning. What is, it's the best university to rather than doing a course on some of these things, better to you know the founder, you can understand, you and you like the person also. So you like the person, it's a space which is interesting and has potential for monetization. Then you say, why not? Because it's so early stage that Hmm. There is only so much you can uh, actually uh, get done. So to me, that was the context. Now, of course, when, uh, and then there is another issue, right? Which is to say that when I need something, I will exit. Because still then, just keep investing, investing. Because long term, India is going to grow. So if somebody who's cross series B, series C, and is doing hmm. well, the worst thing is to, you know, and I remember this very long uh, time that 
Warburg Pinkers had invested in Bharti at yeah. a certain time and it was like when they exited, it was a phenomenal success story. Temasek came in when Warburg exited yeah. and they waited for the next few years and Temasek made a lot more money than what Warburg Pinkers did. Hmm. IRR was very high yeah. for uh, but the MOIC and the quantum investments, everything, that was a huge lesson for me saying just because your IRR is getting this thing is okay, but your uh, x times multiple and so on uh, is uh, then the hardship period yeah. is done. So I'm not looking at it as can I do 10 more because I can do 10 more even without that. Yeah. So I don't need the exit to do the 10 more. If yeah. I was looking at it as you know my total allocation is limited, hmm. then I would try to manage within this. I'm not doing it that way. I'm saying it's a perpetual thing. So if I get a good opportunity, I'll figure out a way to get capital for it as opposed to this capital should only be yeah. agree. that way. So why don't you think like him? Why don't I think like him? Yeah, why, why is you are thinking exactly the opposite? I, that I should I take the money and sp spend I don't have it unlimited in. capital like Toshan does. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the unfortunate <laughs> the entrepreneurship poverty situation where I have limited amount and I'm like, okay, now I have to make the best of this. Which is which is why I for me, in the moment 10 lakhs has touched 50, 60 lakhs and the founder and I have kind of reached a place where they are now independent on their own, running the whole thing. I'm like, now my money doesn't make sense there. I would rather put it into company like we saw today. Okay, now it will be better used here. So then I kind of turn it out and put it here. I also think that it gives founders an opportunity to give exits to shareholders because angel money feels like debt. Toshan's money to me, even though now mm. it's been six years, uh, you know, on paper there have been opportunities to exit. It has become whatever. He invested at 1400 The share price has become 35000 All of that is fair. Hmm. But for me, I still feel that this is loan and I need to return because he's my boss, he's a close friend and it there's a weight to that capital, which I think founders do feel, especially in a friend and family construct. You know, I think this is a, it's an extremely fair point from a founder standpoint, because hmm. I have had a couple of others, then Dhyanesh has yeah. tried to do the same thing and few others. Where Dhyanesh, I exited. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So, 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 so at least you are, you are both eating your cooking. But I think he's right that the founders do feel a kind of a pressure to give that exit. And I think to me, so long as the founder is making it very clear that, you know, this is your, your call. Okay, guys, this hmm. but I think some founders and especially when they've done it in a friends and family context, I think there is a genuine sense of obligation, hmm. which should not be there by the way. There's one founder where it is down and he all, whenever I meet him, he says, I'm still very sorry. I'm still very sorry. That makes it's okay. It's equity. See, <laughs> yeah. which is why and my mindset going in is even if it goes, it's okay because it's a, it's a, it's a very risky thing. Yeah. The status thing is a challenge because you know, people say, I'm an investor, I'm doing this. But when your money starts going down and it's written off, you need to not feel Forget about the pain, financial pain, but you need to not see that he has So if yeah. you start feeling that way, no, then angel investing is not for you. Because you will lose friendships. Hmm. And to that me, is that so is the true. very deep part is you, know, you should never feel like you will lose friendships if... Uh, because you, you took a bet on a friend, but you took it knowingly it was equity. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I think it's important to discuss also, uh, because Shantanu, you are doing this, and I think at least till now, the view of angel investing has been quite rosy. Yeah. Uh, and like if you see, at least before we recorded today, without giving it away, everything was getting funded. Yeah. On this show and, and everything that you've talked, all the founders you've talked about, they all success, everyone who came in season one are like super successful people who kept getting funding. And, and I think the view is that it will. But I think 
the the truth of the matter is that you have such a high probability of losing your money yeah. at the starting and i like what toshan said it is money that i have written off as a starting yeah. point then anything that comes is a bonus and you can only be happy right completely agree i don't think a lot of people say, a lot of people bravely say yes yes of course it is <laughs> but then when it comes as you say people will say mera paisa duba diya tumne <laughs> right so so i i think it's important for people to understand how badly the odds are stacked against you that if you invest in a super early stage business pre seed with no vc going in yeah. uh, i remember reading a report where in india the failure rate is 93% yeah. so 93% of the companies that you would write a check to will be gone yeah and then after that the moment the first and it it may be a chicken and egg story it may be because of it may not be but the the first institutional check when it comes in mm-hmm. then in every subsequent round the failure rate is between 45 to 55% Correct. it varies yeah. so i i i don't think there's any exact rocket science that you know it will reach c and in c is a real danger point i think it would depend on the business and the cycle and many different things but then every time you have half a chance and half a chance is a pretty good chance yeah. versus 93% failure rate yeah the other important thing for people to remember is that you will first lose money before you make money yeah so so, so the pain will come first, first absolutely agree and you will lose money so let's say let's say we start off here we take 10 companies we put it, put it into 10 companies five are dead in one year yeah in in a year half or even more may die a very early death yeah assuming that you are actually super good at making the calls yeah. you are one of the best that means you if you do it, do 50% you have quite possibly the best track record which will beat more than let's say 70 80% of the vcs yeah. in the country even then you lose half your money within the first 12 to 24 months and that is extremely painful yeah and it will break your confidence if you are a serious angel investor who's not doing it for any other reason than let's say financial return yeah. uh and then it's only over time and i i think as again what what toshan said is that the the act of waiting so long because the real winner will be the winner at year 8 and year 10 and that's where the real winners will come because of course can you sell it for 3x and 6x and make a quick buck in a few years and show a great percentage irr but when you're placing so many bets the irr will not matter after yeah, some time it's, it's it's an absolute return which absolute, will make a big yeah. difference another thing is also i think angel investing in our con- context side right, is salaried money and if you think about 10 so if you're putting anything less than 10 lakhs it doesn't change anyone's life and even if 10 of you put 10 lakhs into one crore rupee is not changing anyone's life but for you 10 lakhs is a significant percentage of your income and that's what i think founders struggle with a little bit ki this is for me i always felt that this is salaried hard earned money even if it was senior no, people no, no, no. part time i think the other, it's other way around you say mm. if my monthly source of income is assured mm. okay so i have a very safe inflows no so this i'm one thing i'm doing is a very risky th- extreme other end yeah because my overall risk return uh, is at a portfolio level is very balanced i'm not worried as to next month what will happen because yeah, 10 is gone i agree it's important it's but i'm still going to keep getting a certain steady flow here uh, you know I, i can always say ki let me be even more st- uh, equally stable and uh, mutual funds and x mm. and y but the other philosophy and it again depends on your individual investing philosophy is if inflows are stable at least take a passive risk on the outflow yeah whereas from an yeah. entrepreneur standpoint if you look at some of the very successful entrepreneurs over time what happens is they take their risks in business that's why their personal portfolio becomes more and more 
fixed very income risk because yeah. you cannot take risks on the personal front professional front everything you need to balance your risk and that to me is the fundamental thing that if your inflows are so stable at least take some risks here yeah. if your inflows are very up and down yeah. then making angel bet then you get your portfolio and you know only x percent and y percent then you need to be very careful about that allocation yeah. who are yeah. the best angel investors you guys have met There's so many i mean i just very difficult to have a blur from a track record standpoint or from what founders tell you about them and so on And what do they do differently, maybe? No, so, uh, so to me, for example, folks like Ramesh Mangleshwaran is a very good because to me, a good angel investor is not just about the returns. It's also, as you said, what do founders say about them? Yeah. Mm. Are they helping them? Are they connecting them? Are they mentoring them? And are they just sort of being hands off when? Because beyond a point, an angel investor cannot help the founder. <laughs> I think mm. you should just reduce your interference and be a cheerleader. Yeah. So initial role may be a support, connect, network. uh beyond that uh, you genuinely can because the founder has outgrown your utility yeah, neither uh, he, his cap your capital makes any difference to him he has become series b the institutional investors have come in they are connecting him he's become more global so you need to realize that you are going to be a you know you are my reasonably over time will become more and more minor mm. part of uh, so you need to still be helpful but keep your connect and keep your relationships but i don't think one can Now there are some angels who are, uh, you know, phenomenally successful themselves in something else. Now the founders also like to connect with them, but fundamentally, I think the importance and value add of an angel investor also goes down over time. And good those who realize that, I think, uh, are very good. What about you? The uh, best ones you've seen? I would say that. Uh, see, I think there's a there's a very high survivorship bias in this. uh when you see with good reason yeah for for a good reason but if you if you look at it a lot of people even when uh, let's say they say i was an angel in these three companies and i spotted them early on in life and there would be three or four big names rarely will someone have more than four or five but i think what a lot of people don't see before is uh, see at that point of time is what are all the other things that failed to get to that yeah. that four or five set and and i think from whatever i have studied actually angel investing is a big numbers game yeah it it is it is not that i was able to find the company and put it in actually you really don't know it's you know like toshan said it's like looking at a first standard child and saying this person will go to harvard or iit or somewhere else it's very difficult to figure that out you can see potential yeah. and uh, i think a big part of angel investing is seeing potential when sometimes even the founders don't see the potential yeah. themselves and say but i think it comes with an if and a but that if the person works hard if the person pivots if the person learns a lot if the person gets venture funding and if some crazy thing doesn't happen some blow up doesn't happen there's so many and that's why the let's say the failure rate in the beginning is so high yeah then that person will be a success so if i see anyone who is successful on a portfolio basis they almost treat it like you, you know not even like a vc but the really successful ones treat it like a mutual fund <laughs> where where you know no bet when they make it will be more than 3 or 4% of portfolio i have not seen anyone with this type of success who's not done at least 30 to 40 companies yeah and people who end up with 4 to 5 winners and by winners i mean like unicorns or whatever it's called today sunicorns have invested in triple digit number of companies yeah, yeah. actually wish I and and so so i think this someone i don't remember who told me this 
but told me that you know please don't allocate all your capital in one year yeah. please don't allocate it to four five companies that you see first and really take a long term view and be clear that if you're doing it you have to do it many many times if not 30 40 i mean if not 30 40 times at least 100 plus times yeah and that you'll fail before you succeed yeah and and i think the best angel investors who have returns or who have who have hit winners uh follow pretty much this type of a philosophy of a numbers game and then the qualitative stuff comes after that that is the founder i like is there a hypothesis is a space that i love how do i work with them etc etc yeah. the last thing that comes is access and i think this is the most underlooked aspect of angel investing where you know whether we like it or not or whether we say it or not all three of us have a certain amount of privilege which gives us an unfair access to companies Completely. which your standard person who would be buying mutual funds otherwise does not have access to uh there are 76 people in your list can anyone make it to your list if they write to you shantanu no no only certain people right So that's an access door which opens, yeah. and actually the best deals circulate amongst a few right. people, and if it really comes outside that, and you're an angel investor listening to this, and you are not in a place where you're seeing a lot of deals because you don't know what you don't see, uh, and you're not getting getting into the names, no matter how good it seems, you should really question yourself that is this deal going to be worth it? It may sound great and everything. But the question you ask is, why aren't all the names running to this, or why isn't this part of this syndicate, or this part of this club, or why hasn't a VC written a check to it, etc., yeah. etc. Et so, uh, I think there are many risks, and I think the best angels are also a part of a small group which share deals with each other uh, and pass it on. But no one said that it's a fair game. No one said it's a you know fully regulated space where, and and the real game in this is the opaqueness of the information yeah. the information is opaque even if you get the information most probably you really don't know how to read it if you know how to read it most probably you don't know how to evaluate it if you know how to evaluate it most probably you're wrong <laughs> because the company will pivot many times things will change lots of things will happen so the the risks are so high that there is no such thing as a sure shot I think that's a very fair thing. I think just to I think for the viewers who wanted to get a quick quick deep deep dive into angel investing, and for me, I always wanted to be in the room when some of these Rehan Yar Khan put twenty lakhs in Ola at a two you know two two crore valuation, or some like you know PTM the first four percent hmm. at a like almost at ten lakh rupees or whatever these deals. I want to know what led the angel and the founder to that point where such a Such a massive thousand x ten thousand x or Alibaba and uh, and, and Masa Swan like what led to those relationships where suddenly those multiplier bets could be taken because right now I have not had the time or the experience for it to have played out so hopefully at some point it will take that much time yeah. Shantanu to his point the yeah. losses will come early correct nobody wants to publicize their losses yeah. correct okay the survivorship bias is high I want to show that I am a great. Investor, I'm not like look at how pathetic my track record is. Because first few years, <laughs> you will be saying my pathetic track record. Return off, return off, return off, return off. Then something will happen because the losses will be way front loaded Correct. than anything else. And you have to be prepared to say, "Ye to hona hi hai." Correct. Pyar to hona hi tha, loss to hona hi tha. Correct. Uske baad kabi na kabi to ho. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think so. One is it's it's risky. 
it's losses first, gratification later. And third is, it is money that you should feel like feel comfortable having written off. If something comes back, great. But enjoy it for the experience more than the financial uh, outcome. Because if you want to make financial returns, angel investing probably is not the right place to do it. There are 10 other ways to make more money. Absolutely. Angel investing yeah. is more for the experience. Yeah. Unless you have access, unless you can do between 30 to 100 deals, unless you have that amount of capital to deploy over a certain period of time, yeah. you, you're better off just buying the index fund. Yeah, brag value is not enough, I yeah. agree with you. Brag value is not enough, index fund will give you much better returns. Remember, the index goes down in a worst case scenario, let's say in a 12 month period, the nifty index would go down in, in the teens, in the worst <laughs> case in 20 years. In this, you will lose all your money. It will go to zero. Zero, yeah. Zero, zippo. You'll get nothing zero. back. Correct. That's a lot. There's no chance. They Even at 15%, if it goes 15, you can sell it and get back 85% of your money. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much, Arjun Thank Toshan. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much.